Hello, and welcome back to the Equipped Man Podcast, the podcast where we explore what it means to be a man of God in the 21st century. I'm your host, Luke Wance. And today I've got Derek, or Devin back. I don't know why I just said your brother's name. I, it's because we were talking <laughs> about him. It is. And it doesn't help that your parents are like named you Devin and Derek. Yeah. Yeah. So I got, kudos I got, to them. Uh, Dervin. Yeah. A lot growing up. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> your mom's like, you know, shouting every name in the book, the dog, and, you yeah. know, then finally lands on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so Derek and Devin, and yeah. then it's Shannon and Shanae. Oh, wow. So they kept it real close. That's awesome. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, just, I mean, kind of check in. Everything well? Everything doing good? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's been, uh, like, as you know, obviously we talk outside of this you know, podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, do life together. So there's been some changes in life and yeah. things that, you know, Christy and I are kind of working through. But yeah. Um, Honestly, it's been it's been good. You know, it's been a really good thing. There's been um, kind of some revealing, in a sense, to to me as far as priorities. Yeah, um, I've been able to really focus on giving a lot more time and, and effort and attention to Christy and to Uriah. You know, uh, well, my three year old, obviously yeah. for for yeah. those that don't know, <laughs> uh, but. Uh, but that's been really good. I've been I've got a lot of stuff done around around the house. I've been I've had a lot of a lot of refocusing. Yeah. I think is kind of what it's been over the last really the last few months. I was going to say I've I've noticed, you know, personally that you you seem almost like refreshed. Yeah, and it's been it's been very intentional. Good. <laughs> it's been very intentional. Good. It really has. Good. Um you know, a lot of a lot more of just just you know, being being frank and honest, it's been me just being like, okay, God, I want, I just want more of you. Yeah, that's my pursuit. Yeah, you know? I'm, I want. Obviously, I like and enjoy the things that come from the relationship with you, but God, I want to, I just want to know you and want to do what you have me, you know, what you have for me to do. Yeah, um, and that's been that's been the focus and that's been my goal and and just trying to, you know, really open myself up more to what he wants versus the things that I want to do and the dreams and visions that I have. Yeah. So it's been, it's been really good. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I brought you back today. Um, as I've said, probably when we talked or, or some of our previous, my, my previous episodes with others, um, I, w- I want to get you guys on, on kind of like rotation. Cause I don't know, I can drone, along by myself and i think it's more interesting with when i'm actually having a conversation with somebody so you guys are super helpful with that um and it helps that you know for the most part you guys are all you know hardcore believers you know you're 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 strong christian men your fathers your husbands you know you 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 do you're doing it you're walking it out in real life but i also know that like me you're striving to be better in your walk and 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 again, like you said, you know how can how can we get to know God better right. in our lives and in our families and all that, and grow that relationship while we grow the relationships around us. Yeah. And along those lines, um, something that you mentioned when we talked before, you had mentioned the concept of mentorship, yeah. and and how that was strong. Um, in your life previously and, and all that. And so I, I wanted to bring you back 
and specifically flesh that out of, you know, kind of the, the, the what is mentorship and, and what would it look like and, you know, what would it look like in a day-to-day life or, you know, maybe as like part of ministry, you know? Right. And so that's, that's kind of why I brought you in. Um, I am, I am a research guy. That's what I do. I'm an overthinker. <laughs> you know this about me. Um, so I'm, I, one of the first things I do when I think of what do I want to talk about? Okay. I need to go. What is, what does that word even mean? Right. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. definition, you know, it's kind of like some of those times the, the preacher gets up and it's like, okay, we're going to talk about this. So let's, let's to delve into the ancient Greek and the ancient Hebrew of what this means. And I'm like, does, do, do we need to? Yes, we do need to know that. Okay, right. Cool. Thanks. Can we find out first with the basic English. Is. Right. Like, right. How do I use that word? <laughs> yeah. Um, so mentorship um, is influence, guidance, or direction given by a mentor. And a mentor is a trusted counselor or guide, uh, sometimes a tutor or a coach. Hmm. Yeah, when you when you mentioned talking to me about uh, mentorship, my first thought, and, and you could probably tell from the text, I'm like, man, that's huge. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was like, I think I asked, like, is there a specific thing of mentorship you want to discuss, or just just in general? Yeah. But but no, I, I I'm similar, man. I I do the same thing. I go and look it up. What does this mean? And then from there, kind of you know, branch out. But. Um, yeah, I think it's. I think for sure it's it's vital. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, part of it is, you know, we don't know what we don't know. Yeah, and true. And within mentorship, we're getting the things that we don't know. We're finding those out from somebody else that's either gone through it or they've experienced it. Um, man, like, where do you start? I guess we'll we can start where where I was talking about that when we, when we met last. So it was, I think I was talking about a mentor of mine who would have been, I think the first one, um, that I really can look back and say, now he, this man really helped guide and direct my life and, and kind of set me on the path that I am. It would have been, uh, the youth pastor at our church. His name was Kellen. Yeah. So, um, I think I mentioned this last time, right? So, like, the girlfriend that I was that I yep. had that wrote yep. me the letter. letter. <laughs> so, Kellen is the one I went to his house afterwards. Okay. And and just sat and talked with him. His wife was there. It was it was probably an hour and a half, two hours. And that was that was really just a minor, minor, minor amount of time as far as how much we actually spent together. So, okay. he wasn't necessarily my pastor as far as, like, I wasn't a part of the youth. I was already a little bit older. I was more of, like, a... Kind of like a helper, okay, in, in a sense, yeah. a volunteer within the youth, um, and he really just kind of brought me under his wing, and and I just there were things that I saw in his life that I liked and that I wanted, you know, kind of wanted to emulate and be like that. And I'm like, I don't know how to do it, so I'm just going to spend more time with you. Yeah, um, and so that's what I did, and so there was a lot of a lot of wisdom, a lot of nuggets, you know, a lot of mm. um just a lot of guidance that I got from him. Um, you know, obviously with him being, you know, the pastor, it was a lot of spiritual guidance and, uh, but even just things that are more practical, you know, yeah. as far as being a husband, being a father, you know, he had a couple kids and like 
I think now they've got five, six kids. Oh, six nice. Six kids, maybe. It's been a while since I've been in contact with them, but uh, yeah. that was one that that was one thing that I've thinking about this today because I've been thinking, been trying to think about mentorship and what it is a lot. Um, I think a lot of times it can be very seasonal, mm. where those mentors aren't necessarily in our lives for the duration of our life for the for the duration of theirs, but for seasons. Yeah. And and those are so far those are the kind of experiences that I've had. It's been more seasonal. Yeah. Um but yeah, this is a it's a big it's a <laughs> it big is, topic. It is. <laughs> and I and I can I can I can totally agree with you know the the seasonal because again as as we grow and learn, you know, not just in life but on our spiritual journey, you know, it's like okay, well you can you know, person A can can take us, you know, to to a certain point. Um, I'm I'm like to point B, and I'm like I don't want to use too many letters, and I'm gonna just get tongue tied and forget where I am. Um, you know, but they can they can take us, you know, maybe just to to a certain point, you know, and then it's yeah. like when we want to grow beyond that, we need to find somebody else that can that can take us, you know, teach us that next step. Right. You know, I mean, you said. You said seasonal, and all of a sudden, in my mind, you know, in a way, the ultimate mentor, Jesus, he mm-hmm. he was only around his guys for three years, yeah, you know, two and a half, three years. It's like, okay, there you go, there's your season, yeah, grow, <laughs> yeah. And it's it's funny. I mean, it, that's what that was one of my first thoughts, and when I told Christy, because she she asked me, like, well, mentorship, what are you going to talk about? <laughs> and, and I'm like, well, I don't I don't know. It's such a broad topic but but obviously at the core of it again like what you mentioned you know at the beginning of the podcast of, as far as what mentorship is and, and what a mentor is um it may be broad as far as what it looks like and the stories that you can have for it but it's really really simple in the fact that it's just one person leading another and teaching another and growing helping them grow and yeah. so that was my first thought as well was jesus right with the disciples we see we see discipleship and mentorship kind of being similar mm-hmm. in a sense um but man, like you think of you think of a mentor, like sometimes it might be easy to think they're just trying to be kind and pull out these really you know, pull out these good things, but it's like yeah. to really have a mentor is somebody that's intentionally in your life and you're intentionally in theirs. Yeah. And and it's for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And there were times where I mean, Jesus was the most harsh on oh, his yeah. crew. Oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> you know. You know, we I think one of the funniest ones, you know, probably not for Peter at the time, but like, <laughs> you know, Jesus looking at him saying, get behind me, Satan. Oh, yeah, totally. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, you'll never. Oh, yeah, I will. Stop right. it. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> but there's I, I think what it reveals is there's so much in mentorship that's uh, there's got to be relationship. Yeah, there's there's got to be trust. There's got to be vulnerability. Uh, and there has to be intimacy. Yeah. Um, and I think really for the one who's being mentored, there has to be this um, kind of permission given to their teacher mm. uh, to be able to say, hey, I, I give you kind of like we talk again. I really I'm realizing we talked about this last time when I had our students in Maui say, I give you permission to speak into my life. Yeah. You know, that doesn't necessarily just mean I'm going to tell you good things like I'm going to call you out on stuff. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. You know, but there's there's got to be that closeness and, and intimacy for, I think, for that to be received yeah. well. 
the the word the word that pops to my mind um investment mm-hmm. mutual investment yeah um you know i i know you were you were saying a lot of similar words but in in my mind and that that's what it translated to in my mind and yeah. you know again we we can use all these words and it, they they mean very similar things mm-hmm. um you know cuz i know sometimes we've been taught or i've i've heard the teaching where um in a way grace is a form of mentorship almost like a patronage um you know where it was like you know like not just jesus and 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 god giving grace but also it was almost like that was the culture of you know when you know around the first century and and previous or especially like in the roman empire you know it, they might not have always called it grace but it was kind of like that like a patron would you know give grace to somebody that was completely unworthy and unearned and it's like well i'm going to i'm going to cover you and i'm going to i'm going to pay for you and you just need to go out and and speak good and on my behalf yeah you know type thing and so it's like i was thinking that and, and what came to mind was um, many think of grace as a blank check to cover past and possible future sin, but it's really the gift of unearned position and authority given by God. Mm. So that was your thought. That was my thought. Wow. Yeah. I think you should say it. I think you should say it one more time. Say it one more time. Yeah. Okay. Many think of grace as a blank check to cover past and possibly future sin, but it is the gift of unearned position and authority given by God. Wow. Yeah. Because in my mind, it's, it's, it's not just because that's, that's in when I think of a mentor, that's what they're gearing you up for. They're getting you ready for the the position and the authority that you're going to be walking in, that yeah. you're going to be speaking with. You know, you, you know, I, I've many times, you know, you, you come into like a brand new job and it's like, well, this person's going to be your mentor. You know, Steve is your mentor. He's going to show you the ropes. <laughs> and, and sometimes you get the, you get the goober that just wants to click the, you know, just wants to check the boxes. Yep. I showed you where this is. I showed you where this is. I showed you how to do this. You know, yeah. good job. Congratulations. Call me if you need anything. But then you have those others that say, no, I want to set you up for success. Yeah. I, you know, those, those mentors that come in and say, I want my ceiling to be your floor. I want to, I want to teach you and I want to mold you into something better mm. so that you can have all the greatness that you want to strive for. Yeah. And and so that's that's where my mind went with mentorship is you know because yes it is somebody that's that's kind of showing you how to do it but it's also you you've you cuz you do you have those those good coaches and I I, I was going to say mentors but it's it is it's just like coaches you've got the good coaches and you've got the bad coaches yeah you know you've got the coaches that you know that are going to teach you life lessons along with the plays you know you're you're gonna you know you having a baseball background you know you're gonna have your your coaches that are like okay here's how to improve your swing here's how to to get a better sprint time so so you can steal second you know 
but I'm also going to teach you, Hey, here's, here's some good life lessons. You know, here's some good habits that you want to put in your life so that you can be successful down the road. Yeah. You know, and then you're going to have your coaches that they're going to do anything as long as they get a W. Yeah. You know, so in a way it's, when I think of mentorship, that's kind of where my brain goes. It's a good mentor is going to set you up for success so that you can walk into that authority and power yeah, in your life. Yeah. And I think a huge thing that you mentioned was their floor being your ceiling. Yeah. You know, that's, it, it can be kind of rare. I think at times to find people who really live that way. Yes. Um, because most of us are looking for, you know, how can we improve ourselves and how can we better ourselves, which I think to a, to a large degree is, is noble mm-hmm. and, and worth going after, obviously. Um, but you really, gosh, I, feel, I find so many of my analogies and stories of being, <laughs> going to like being a father. That's kind of how God has spoken to me most is yeah. like through me being a father to my son, like being able to see God that way. Yeah. Um, but that's what I want for my kids. You know, right now it's just Uriah, but at future kids, whatever that looks like. Um, I want my floor to be, or my my ceiling to be their floor. Yes. So that they have a great launching point mm-hmm. for their life. To be, able to, to be able to go from there and not face the things that I had to face and not fight the things that I had to fight. Yeah. And that is, uh, that is a, for for finding that in mentors, you know that that person has really gotten their ego in check. Yeah. Because they understand this is, this isn't about me. Agreed. Yeah. Um, but that was, that was one of the other things that I thought of as well was investment. Hmm. It's, it can be a huge investment. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and time, time and energy. Um, there was a kid that, that I tried or that we did, my wife and I kind of, sorry, uh, we kind of mentored a little bit and, um, hung out with him a lot and spent a lot of time with him. Um, that was the big thing. And I think that times we can kind of give ourselves the excuse, say, I don't have time for this, Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) you know, to, to either be a mentor or to be mentored by somebody. Um, but I mean, that's the most, one of the most valuable things that we have is our, is time. And so it's kind of hard to give it away, but really we're not necessarily giving it away or wasting it mm. when we're doing that. Um, but I, it's true. It's, it's an, it's an investment from both parties. Yeah. Um, and it really is when you find somebody, when you can find a mentor who's willing to, to kind of help teach you and lead you, guide you in these things for the purpose of you really launching out further than where they've gotten to. That's, that's huge. Yeah. So I'm going to kind of shift a little bit. So if you were to do this in life, in ministry, um, you know, I mean, I know you talk about your son and it's, you know, you can, you can only mentor a three-year-old so far. (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's kind of like how sometimes you know i've got an eight-year-old and it's like okay i can i can only teach him how to be a man so much and until he's like well i don't get that or okay but we can we can do little stuff but um 
I don't, I don't know if I've, I've shared kind of the overarching, you know, vision, so to speak. Um, I'll, I'll take a little bit of a side trail. Um, but one of the thoughts that I've had with this podcast is if, if I, if I were given, it's like, I don't want to sound selfish, but it's like, if, if I could picture my ideal men's ministry, like what kind of things would I have in there? You know, what, what kind of things do I think would make a successful men's ministry? And one of the things that I've always thought about is mentorship, you know, um, you know, people have, have asked me, you know, Hey Luke, what do you, what do you think would be good to have an amends in, in a men's ministry? And I'm like, there needs to be some form of mentorship because I know that there are inexperienced men, um, whether it be in life or in the church that they want to walk this out. They want to know how to live out these principles and, and that is part of my, I mean, again, part of the vision is my journey and in a way our journey, since I've, I've grabbed you guys and I'm dragging you along with this, of let's, let's learn this together and let's flesh out some of these ideas together so that we can be better men, yeah. so that the people listening to this and, and the people around us can be better men and that we can we can build better men and a better church right together yeah um so saying that do you have any ideas because i know that you've worked in ministry a lot more than i have um i mean considering i've worked in ministry none (laughs) well (laughs) right maybe maybe like officially worked in ministry right like yeah i would say just with you doing this, the podcast, the other things like I mean, you've been you've been in ministry for probably a lot longer than you I, think. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. And I, I do I do accept that. Um okay, I'll give the caveat. You've you've been basically staff at a church. Yeah, yeah, to a degree, kind yeah. of essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um so so what would what would a, a, a mentorship program look like? Mm. You know, and I and I know I'll I'll, I'll kind of give you I'll, I'll kind of give you a, a freebie because I know you mentioned it already today and and last time was almost like that contract of you give me permission to speak into your life. Yeah. Um. A lot of time, and maybe this is just this is probably part of just my heart right but um young young boys young men seeing especially the rates and i and i i'm not sure the percentages i know even 12 years ago when i was back in college and and seeing the percentages of of fatherless homes yeah you know um that was rising obviously at that time and and so i'm not sure what it is now but but that's been something that's always been on my heart is young boys, young men that have no man to look up to. Not just not just a godly man, obviously. That's yeah. that's the whole hope that we have for everybody, you know, to to know God and to love God. Yeah. Um, but 
there's no man to show them different things. And so, you know, there's definitely a, I mean, my gosh, there's, there's a compassion that I have for not just, not just single mothers, but single parents. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Cause it's, <laughs> it is, uh, it's a lot of work. Yeah. You know, and, and I can't imagine going through that by yourself. Um, but that was what, that's what I've worked with within ministry is young men. Okay. You know, and so as far as what a, what a ministry would look like, I mean, for us, when we were doing that, we, we literally lived with the guys. Okay. So they lived with us. It was a six month deal that they were there. Um, and it was, it was a lot of work, you know, cause you've, you kind of have to be, you don't have to be perfect. You know, once you, once you get a little better understanding of, of God and, and who he is, like, and what he's asking of us, like, you understand, we don't have to be perfect yeah. <laughs> yes. in this stuff. Um, really, the, the young, young guys just need to see men striving for something that's noble and striving for something that's good. Um, and seeing that when we fail, like how we respond when we fail or how we respond when we mess up. Hmm. Um, but man, as far as what a ministry would look like, I mean, it's, it would be, it would be great to see even something as simple starting out as, um, and this was again, not my deal. This was mentioned years ago by Jesse Weedman, mm. you know, like, yeah, Hey, it, even it's something as simple as a church at church, we're going to go get the, you know, the kids that have the single moms and, and we're going to spend time. We're going to find those kids and we're going to spend time with those kids. Yeah. You know, be it at service afterwards, whatever that looks like. Um, <clears throat> we're just going to really kind of put ourselves in their lives. Yeah. You know, and so that's one of the, I guess that would be the starting point. That would be my vision, at least, is seeing seeing men begin to insert themselves in the lives of of young young boys essentially okay yeah um, but man that's like <laughs> right i'm trying to th- i've got this whole i'm kind of like you i try to i kind of overanalyze and overthink things yeah. um man that would be i feel like man i'd have to sit down for a you know, yeah. hours and days and try to figure out what does all this look like a, but a giant whiteboard with a whole bunch of post-it <laughs> notes oh yeah yeah um, brainstorming for hours yeah yeah um yeah I don't know what what would be your thoughts with that as far as what what you would see that as see i've I've kind of thought of something similar um you know but i i in my mind one of one of the thoughts that I've had is not even so much like you know the 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 boys without dads but just all of the young men and and yeah. kind of like throw them all together um because I know sometimes life happens you know especially when when young men hit their their teens or they go off to college or they leave college and get their first jobs you know sometimes life happens and sometimes that's a little embarrassing to tell dad or tell mom and it's like how cool would it be if there was a network of men that they had a relationship with that they've done activities with they they've you know they've 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 gone and and you know 
watched watched a game or they've they've sat around a, a fire and, and told random stories mm. you know they've they've maybe you know played sand volleyball or gone camping chopped down a tree you know what whatever you yeah. know and just you know but there's that connection with with an older guy that they can kind of look to as as almost like a, a a spiritual big brother a spiritual uncle or something like that and so if if something happens and it's like man i'm afraid that if i tell my parents they're gonna murder me you know and it's like so okay so we can we can talk this out it's not that big of a deal but we can talk this out i could talk you off the ledge and i can maybe go and talk to your parents or with you yeah or you know i can give you okay when you do bring it up here's what you say <laughs> <laughs> you know but but it's but it is it's that <clears throat> you know and, and it is it's it's that that building relationship it's that building connections because because it is it's 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 passing knowledge it's it's passing experience it's passing who you are to those around you to those coming up behind you you know there's there's so often i think of you know it's like it's i almost go to a military mindset when i think of christian men and, right. and christianity and all, as a whole and you know i i think of some of the you know, you, you watch some of those old war movies and you've got that, you know, that grizzled old sergeant that's been around in the army for, you know, yeah. 10, 15 years and, you know, <clears throat> grabbing these green soldiers. And it's like, OK, let me let me teach you how not to die in a foxhole. Right. <laughs> you know, and it's, <clears throat> you know, it's the I'm, I'm going to teach you how to how to get cover. I'm going to teach you how to take care of your equipment. You know, I'm going to teach you how to make sure that your your weapons are reliable and it's it's all these lessons and all these experiences that that you that they have learned in battle you know the things that you and I have learned in prayer in in worship you know in in surrendering to god you know these things that we have learned these revelations that we've been given from the throne room how can we impart that onto the generation behind us to the to the young men coming up behind us so that it doesn't feel just like another teaching or just right. another preaching yeah you know i i i want to i want to pass this to you i want to give you this but i don't want it to be just another church service yeah yeah man that's really good um and what i as you're talking about that what we see that most of it starts from, especially with men, right? Yeah. It's relational. Yes. And the vulnerability comes from, it's not this thing that's for most guys, not naturally given immediately. Right. Yeah. Um, it, it takes time. And so we have obviously these things that we want to really impart and that we want to give and this wisdom and knowledge that's, that's there. But what you mentioned, you know, you go out and you do, you do an activity, you yeah. go do something. You know, um, you know, my wife, one of the, when she goes and does something with another woman, it's like, 
we're going to go have coffee and sit down and talk for two or three hours. Right. Um, minimum. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, it's similar to what we do here. We're just here yeah. talking. Yeah. Right. Um, but that wouldn't happen without there being this cultivation taking place beforehand. Right. You know, we go out and do something. And I'm trying to, even, I don't even remember how we kind of, how yours and my relationship, our friendship started. I don't remember what that looked like. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't We're just here now. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but like. Our circles intersected somewhere. Yeah. And they never unintersected. Yeah. <laughs> um, for, but when I can look back at the relationships that I have with, with my, my buds, you know, my guys, if they're not family, really what it started from is there's something that we did. Yeah. You know, we, you know, some of the guys here at the church, it was basketball. And that's kind of how I got started really being like, okay, I'm going to invest more time into, into church was basketball, yeah. which is, which kind of sounds weird, but it was after, after Wednesday nights, you know, 10, 12 guys would get together and in, in the yeah. gym and, and play basketball afterwards. Um, you know, and so you start to, you start to do these things together. And then what happens is the more time you spend with them, the more you, you see the fruit in their lives or the more that you see, um, you know, the wisdom that they may have, the knowledge that they may have. Yeah. And it really, I think, kind of brings out this curiosity mm, and yes. and also this hunger. You know, if it's something that we're lacking, mm-hmm. you know, like we mentioned earlier, like um, kind of before we started, uh, competition versus comparison. Yeah. You know, obviously that's something we can, we'll talk about later. But um, just even within this, like it's not – I'm not looking at this saying, gosh, I'm, I'm jealous of what you have. It's no – it's like – Man, I want that. Yeah. I want what you have. And so when we get around and we start to develop these relationships with younger men who, you know, military terms are green in life in general. Yeah. Um, the more that they see the investment from us and the more that they're around us and the things that are fruitful in our lives, the more that they're going to desire that. And then, too, the more it opens up this, again, curiosity so the, and trust where they can come and question things. Yeah. So... There's a huge, huge impact just in involving yourselves in, in their lives and, and doing things with them, yeah. you know, um, and really not even necessarily with an agenda. Right. Like, I just want to spend time with you. Let's go do something. Yeah. I mean, I, I know uh, when I was talking with Sean, um, you know, he was mentioning a, a camping trip that a whole bunch of guys had gone out on um, in Tennessee, and it was just you know, he, he was like, he didn't quite throw it at at, at my feet, but it kind of got me thinking. It was like, okay, if we could do something like that, I mean, not that I want to do something like massive, like we're going to have a hundred guys come for a camp out. Like, (laughs) no, I know better. I know better. We, we might start with like five to 10 if that, um, (laughs) cause I don't want to buy the snacks for everybody for a hundred guys to show up. Cause I know how guys eat snacks. Yeah. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be practical for my wallet. Um, (laughs) You know, but it but it is. It's it's something about, you know, if if there were to be something like a camp out, like okay, you know, we're we're hanging out in the woods. You know, if, if there happens to be like a, a lake or a river, you know, some guys bring some fishing poles, and and even if you're not catching anything, it's that that experience of just doing something with another guy. You know, you you might share some funny stories, or oh my gosh, look at look at that frog. You know, that's that frog has yeah. like four toes. That's crazy, you know, and, and just random things like that will happen, but that's where the connections happen 
especially with guys, I think, you know, because like you said, you know, and, and my wife is the same way of, you know, women are really great about sitting down, talking and getting into each other's lives, like almost right away. Yeah. You know, and, and it's, what is that vehicle for men? And it is, it's, it's, it's connections, it's relationships, it's shared experiences, whatever that might look like, you know, because I mean, I've dealt with mental health and I know that there's a whole lot of guys that I will, it'll be really hard for me to ever reach out to a whole, you know, a whole bunch of guys that I, I, I quote unquote know, it would be really hard for me to reach out to any of them. Um, but there's a small group of you guys that I am comfortable. I have built those connections with. Um, and I recently, uh, you know, basically raised my hand and said, Hey, I'm struggling. Yeah. Um, that was, that was difficult from a, a man. I'm not vulnerable standpoint, but I was also very thankful that we, that I have those connections with you guys so I can do that. And, you know, in a way I look at, you know, some of you knowing some of the experiences that you guys have gone through and say, okay, I know they have some strategies for getting past this. What can I learn from them? Yeah. You know, in, in, in a small way, how can they mentor me to get through this, season in my life or to get through this this episode that i'm going through yeah yeah and that that kind of brings up a point too of like a a mentor isn't necessarily somebody who's going to be mentoring every aspect of your life yeah you know um there may be certain things that you know you're you're only a little bit older than i we're not huge age difference you know and so um there's things that you may look to me and say well this is something i can glean from you in this or how do you how do you respond when this situation happened mm. or whatever that looks like yeah um and it's kind of you know we can look at it as seasonal like we talked about earlier but you know you mentioned getting from point a to point b and and sometimes it's more so just you've already walked through this and now you're on the other side and you've had success yeah i'm in it i need to know how did you do that um and so, yeah, it doesn't necessarily, it's not always somebody necessarily that's older than you. Um, it's just somebody who's gone through that battle and has had success. Right. And usually their success has come from many failures. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so, and so that's why, you know, that's why those failures are, are more important than the success because without the failures, you're probably not successful. And so, um, but yeah, I mean, it's what you did was, you know, was, uh, it took a lot, obviously it took a lot of, um, we see it as weakness, asking for help, but just the, the yeah. fact of like putting your hand up, like you said, and reaching out, that's, that's challenging. Yeah. It's not easy to do. Yeah. Um, and so there's a lot of strength that's in there just doing that. Um, but what you did in there, what it kind of shows what part of this is, is it's putting ourselves out there and saying, look, I don't know yeah, 
I don't I don't know the most. I, I only know a little or whatever that looks yeah. like. And and I need I need guidance. I need help. I need wisdom. I need wisdom. Um, or just man, I need support. Yeah. Um, and so that's part of it. That's one of the first steps is is just seeing where we're weak. I know where are we weak and where do we want to improve? Yeah. And then within that, we try to find those those men that are that are maybe a little stronger in that, maybe who've gone through it already. Yeah. And they're the ones that we try we try to align ourselves with and yeah. and do life with in a sense, um, but that part's hard. I mean, I, I know it's it's probably I would say just from knowing you and and myself, it's probably a lot easier for me to just go and interact with people. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we the podcast obviously how to how to be a man of God, right? Like. What does that look like? Yeah. Um, so for you, I'm curious for you. Yeah. What it, what maybe are you going through when when you're thinking of man? I need to ask for help, or I need what what's going on? And I don't know if this maybe even ties into, into, into mentorship. <laughs> maybe it does, but I, I'm just kind of curious because again, for me, it's for me, it's just a little more natural and easy, I guess, to to just be vulnerable and say, hey, I I'm going through this. I don't know how to how to deal with it but yeah um but what is like what does that look like for you and and i and i think part of it is um i think part of it is to a degree how we're raised you know how how we grew up and you know it is funny um again talking to talking about kids and sons um the other day uh probably about a week or so ago you know, I was, I was having a conversation with Sebastian, my eight year old, and, you know, he kind of looks at me, he's like, I forget how we got on the, on the topic, but he's like, dad, you don't cry. I was like, well, I mean, not, not really. I mean, I'll, I'll cry if I'm, you know, if I'm really sad, but he's like, well, you're not sad very often. And I'm like, I'm, I'm actually more sad than I let on. And he just kind of gets this like stoic look on his face and kind of like pats me on the shoulder. And I'm like, thanks, bud. Appreciate that. <laughs> you know, but it's, it's, and then, and then he kind of looked at me. He's like, but why? You know? And, and so I, I explained to him that, that the way I was raised was I was raised with the boys don't cry, men don't cry. Yeah. You know, I was like, you know, around the time I was your age, it was okay, it's it's no longer acceptable for you to cry and you know, it's it, it's it wasn't you know, it, it was it was never encouraged to me to be vulnerable. It was I was I was not encouraged to to share my my mental struggles yeah. or or anything with mental health, you know. I mean, I mean, I, I had a parent that was going through some like severe mental health issues while I was growing up and I didn't even know about it till I was wow. much older, you know? And it was, you know, it was one of those things, you know, the, the other parent, you know, was like, we we're talking and we're like, oh yeah, well, you know, when, like when this happened, when you were younger, yeah, that was, that's what was really going on. Or when this happened, that's what was really going on. I'm like, oh, <laughs> You know, and it was, I mean, when I was, what, junior high-ish age, I mean, one of my parents, like, almost attempted suicide. Wow. Didn't know about it until, I mean, 
I, I knew they were in the hospital, but didn't know the reason until like years, years, years later, like probably at least college, if not later, you know, so it was, it was never in a way I was never taught a healthy way to talk about mental health. Yeah. Um, until my mental health crashed when I was in the military, you know, and it was like, and now it's too late. <laughs> Woo! Um, you know, and I've, I've learned some better things since, um, you know, giving my life to God and, and, you know, through prayer and worship, you know, I'm, I'm getting better, but I still have that internal stigma of you don't share this. This needs to hide. You need to put on a good face and and go about your life. And I I liked I like to explain my mental health as kind of like a roller coaster. And when I'm when I'm on my peaks or or level, I can I can think clearly about my mental health and I'm like, okay, when I get into those low spots, I need to reach out. I need to to ask for help, you know, the you know, there really are people that are cheering for me and that want me to succeed, you know, and yeah. it's, you know, because when I'm in those low spots, I'm like, well, no, nobody wants to be bothered by me. Or, uh, I joke that I'm really good at making excuses for everybody else. Um, well, no, I can't reach out for that to them because they've got this going on. And, you know, Devin's, Devin's got, you know, Uriah and Christy and, and they're, you know, they're dealing with their own stuff and, you know, and, and so I'm really good at, at explaining why everybody else is too busy to listen to me. Yeah. You know, regardless of how many times people are like, no, pe- people actually care. People want to know. Right. You know, um, and so that was <sighs> kind of my moment of clarity of I know things aren't right in my head. But here's my moment of clarity, my my moment of vulnerability of I don't know how to fix it, but I know I need help. Yeah. You know, it it's it's kinda like, you know, if if something was, was happening to, to your house or to your car, it's like, I know something's broke. I don't know how to fix it. And rather than just putting duct tape on it, I'm I'm saying, Hey guys, my car's broke. Right. You know, I have a leak in my bathroom and I don't know what's going on. Duct tape's not fixing it. Right. Um, so um so yeah, I mean that's that's kinda that's that's kinda what led to to that text of of me saying Yeah, I'm I'm not feeling right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Hopefully that that long and drawn out explanation kind of answer your question or, okay. Yeah. I think it's uh, a, and this maybe is kind of how it ties into mentorship, right? Cause our, I think as parents, that's like our, you know, it's like I've talked about as, as a parent, that's our first ministry. You know, our kids are our first ministry, which, um, technically our wives. I was going to say, I think, (laughs) I think really the, the reality of it is, um, I always tell people like, I, I love, obviously I love my son. I love my wife, but like, um, my wife is the one that's going to be with me for my life and my son, my kids, I'm raising them to go out into the world and they're going to go start their own family. That's the yeah. whole goal. Right. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, so yeah, my wife is number one. Yes. Within, within the family as far yes. as, you know, 
you know, whatever that looks like. But um, that's really kind of where our mentorship begins. And, and I was telling Christy this too, like, um, I think we always, we always think of mentors, which, which this is the goal of the mentor is to be a good coach, yeah. to be a good teacher. Um, we're not always trained in that way. Right. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean that, excuse me, our parents failed or, or we failed as parents, you know, what, whatever. Um, but the, you know, whether we know it or not, or whether we like it or not, we're, our parents taught us and, and we're teaching our kids. Yeah. You know, um, so no, I think that answers as far as it brings clarity, like you didn't really see that from your parents. And so it's not a natural thing. And even part of, you know, even at my generation and those a little bit older, it was still the same. Like my dad, um, you know, my dad, I remember this, Christy just asked me about this like a couple nights ago, this little TikTok video said, you know, ask your partner these six questions or whatever. And, <laughs> um, I don't remember what one of them was, but basically my response was, oh yeah, my dad, he would say, uh, he's like, um, oh, how did he, I mean, it was one that a lot of men have heard. Okay. Like, uh, Stop crying, or I'll give you something to cry about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We most of us have heard that. Oh yes, oh yeah. That's a Um, classic line. Yeah, most of us that are a little bit, you know, thirty and up, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'd go with that. Um, It's not really heard now (laughs) (laughs) by most, but yes. But yeah, like that was something that I didn't necessarily get from my dad to be open and vulnerable. Um, And I'm thankful for where my dad's at in life now, and in the relationship that we have now, but. I mean, he'll t- he'll be the first one to tell you like he wasn't a great parent yeah. when I was growing up. Um, not a great mentor. You know, yeah. Not somebody that you would look to and say, "Hey, that's a guy that's got his life together. I want to get around him." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, more like, hey, you should probably avoid that dude right there because he's going to drag you down a little bit. But um, <laughs> but no, we we kind of joke about it now because he's, it, you know, God has completely changed him. Yeah. Oh, um, that's awesome. You know, to where now he is somebody that has, you know, younger men have looked to him for certain things. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I, for, for me, it was a little different. I guess the, really where I got the vulnerability was from my second mentor, uh, Blake was his name. He was the youth pastor. And I really, uh, again, I was kind of helping him with the ministry in a little bit. He took over for Kellen at the church and, okay. um, and he was a, he played a huge role in my life. Yeah. He's the one that married my, you know, me and Christy, he was the officiant and, um, did a couple internships underneath him. And so, you know, he was heavily involved in, in my life and, and vice versa. And, um, he was, you know, he was one that was huge. in as far as, you know, teaching me what vulnerability is and what, you know, what the benefit of it is. Okay. That's what a mentorship does, right? They don't just tell you the good thing. They tell you the why. Yes. it's not just here's the goal, but here's here's the why, and here's how we're going to get there, and we're going to go together. Yeah. Um, but he's like, vulnerability isn't about. It's not about you telling this other person. If if you're vulnerable enough to tell this other person, whatever's going on, and they happen to go and share it with somebody else, like, you're that's fine. Obviously, you want to have those things that you can trust people with. Yeah. But you're being vulnerable, and that's the that's what's healthy for you. Getting okay. these things out and getting these things out in the open, right? Um, but, but yeah, I mean, it was, he was instrumental in that for sure for, for being vulnerable. But, um, I think what 
the other thing I was thinking about with this with mentorship was we, we, you know, we we're learning from people who have learned it from somebody else. Yes. Who's learned it from somebody else. Yeah. You know, who's kind of built up and you know, you can kind of you can really go back and be like, okay, well, who was the first person? Right. <laughs> who was the first mentor? <laughs> like, because every everybody now, be it in business and finances and in marriage and family, whatever that looks like, um, it's a lot of it's just repackaged knowledge. Yes. You know, kind yeah. of scripturally, right? Nothing new under the sun. Well, you know, we can, we look at that in terms of whatever you're dealing with or whatever challenge you're struggling with, like that's already been dealt with in a sense. It may look different. It's repackaged. Same with, with mentorship a yeah. lot of the time. And, and same with these, you know, good sayings and quotes that people have. It's, it's not necessarily this original thing, how they've given it is maybe original. Yeah. But, but I think that's part of it is you kind of let go of the ego. Mm. I don't care if this came from me or not. This is what was helpful, and and I can see the fruit of it, and so I want to pass it on to somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah, I mean, it was it, it's interesting to see kind of your perspective, at least with within the this part, the vulnerability part, because I yeah. think that's a it's a huge need mm. in in a relationship with somebody else that you want to maybe have help you or. or provide insight, provide wisdom in life. Yeah. There's got to be vulnerability yeah. you know, on, on both ways. And, and, I, and I like kind of what you said, um, that vulnerability doesn't necessarily have to go along with trust. You know, because you were saying that, um, you know, if you're vulnerable to somebody, you know, that's you being open and that's what you needed to do. But if they went and did something with that information or shared it, you know, that's, that's a trust issue, but you were still vulnerable and that's what mattered, you know? So it was like, I kind of like that concept of, you know, to a degree, you know, yes, you, you have to kind of have enough trust to be vulnerable with that Mm -hmm. person. Um, but there doesn't necessarily have to be like a, a a ton of trust to be vulnerable. Um, unless I'm totally missing the point. Yeah, I think it's it, that might tie into something else, right? Like, if, it kind of goes into it into another realm a little bit. But like, if I'm vulnerable with somebody, and they go in and and share that, or somebody else finds out this, whatever, you know, I, yeah. I say, hey, I'm struggling with X, Y, Z. Yeah, I need some help with this, and and be it intentional or unintentional that you know somebody else finds out, and then other people know, and you know, I didn't necessarily anticipate all these people knowing, right. But in those moments, it's I'm not going to look and have this offense now. Right. I'm going to see that I needed to be vulnerable for my own sake, mm. and I needed to get this out so that I could start getting getting some healing and getting some some life into me. Yeah. And and if other people know, I don't care. Yeah. I, I that's that's more in a sense of what I was going towards. But okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, so what it. I've had a couple. I've had a couple mentors in my life that have kind of helped. You know, not kind of. They've really helped me yeah. get to where I'm at. <laughs> you know, giving me a lot of foundational knowledge yeah. and foundational wisdom, just you know, scripturally, biblically, um, spiritually, and, and then also just in life in general. Yeah. Um, what does that look like for you? Who've have you had those men in your life? Um, it's like my my knee jerk initial reaction is is i want to almost i almost want to say n- no 
Um, I can't really think of anybody that's, you know, that, that I feel like I can, you know, if, if I'm struggling with, you know, a spiritual question or, you know, you know, who is somebody I can go to? I mean, I've, I've had a couple of people, you know, a couple of guys, like when I was, when I was brand new, you know, I, I kind of looked that way towards, um, the guy that initially brought me to church. Um, but it was more of just, I knew he knew more. So it was like, Hey, what does it mean when this happens? Hey, what does it mean when this happens? You know? So it's like, I almost looked to his, to him more as a teacher, um, or instructor rather than a mentor. Um, I've, I've probably had one gentleman that, that could have fit that role. Um, but I don't feel like I, I, I spent enough time with him like talking about the things of life. So it's like I really and, – and maybe that's why I wanted to talk about mentorship is because I have ideas, but I don't really feel like I've experienced it. Like and you haven't and, received yeah. received mentorship in a sense. Right. And, and, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe I've got too high of a bar. Um, you know, I've, I've had, I've had guys that have given me like nuggets of wisdom here and there, Yeah, but I can't say that, you know, Hey, this, this person, you know, kind of took me under their wing and, and, and gave me some really solid life lessons or, you know, this, you know, this guy, you know, he was really instrumental in, in me being able to walk out a godly life, you know, and, yeah. and, and like I said, maybe that's why I wanted to do this episode. Maybe that's why I wanted to do this podcast because I don't really feel like I've had anybody that's done this for me. And 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 so I want to make sure that nobody else kind of slips through the cracks, so to speak. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean with that, I guess it kind of brings up something like whose responsibility is it in a sense? And is it? Is it the person that needs help, or is it the person that that's had success that needs to be searching out these people? I mean, I, I have a thought, but I'm just yeah. I I was gonna say, I mean, I can you know sitting at the at the level of, I mean, I'll say sitting at the level of maturity that I am, you know, with with experience at at work and just random life experience, you know, I'll say part of the responsibility is mine. Um, because I could have been more proactive at reaching out and saying, I want to learn. Um, but I also feel that if you are in kind of a, you know, if if you do have the capabilities to be a mentor, you I don't, see, and it's like I don't want to put I don't want to put that on people because I'm like, well, I don't want to sit there and say, you know, the more experienced guys should be looking out and be like, hey, come over here, I want to I want to mentor you, you know, and it's like, but it's like I also feel bad about you know going up to somebody, you know, like going up to you or to Sean or whatever and being like, hey, I want you to teach me about life. You know, I want you, I want you to teach me how to be a godly man. I want to learn from you, you know, and that, that, that feels weird coming out of my mouth. (laughs) It does. (laughs) So that's what happens. Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, I wonder then. So, so you're looking at it from the perspective of being somebody who needs to be mentored, right? Yes. So now I can look at your life and say, you know, Luke, there's things that you know and that you're successful at and that you're good at. Um, I would say being a husband is one thing that, that I've seen just in our you know years of knowing each other. Yeah. Um, you know, talking with your wife, obviously, like, the she wouldn't, I mean, maybe she would because it's just who she are, but it's like she's not going to build you up <laughs> and speak so highly of you in the manner that she does if there wasn't a reason for her to have those words. Yeah. No, right? I, no, no, she wouldn't. And so... <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't. Uh, but so looking at that, like now, okay, it kind of shifts where you're at, right? So like there's certain things maybe I think that we focus on at times when we're like, no, I, I'm the one that needs to be mentored because I'm, I'm not there yet. Yeah. You know? Which there, who knows what that is right. exactly. <laughs> but th- I think there's areas where you could definitely be somebody who mentors someone else less experienced in life or um, in marriage, being a husband, being a father. So if you look at it from that perspective, then what would your thoughts be on Whose responsibility is it? You as somebody who could mentor or somebody say me, I'm struggling as being a husband and father. Yeah. Am I need needing to be the one to reach out to you who's successful in this? And and again, it's I I, I don't want to sit there with a you know, I don't want to sit there on the fence, but I, I see it as, you know, kind of a a little bit of both. Um, yeah. you know, it, it's a little responsibility on both and, and maybe it is that, that vulnerability of saying I need help, you know, um, you know, maybe it's, you know, it's, it's not just, you know, somebody like me or me specifically, you know, standing up in front of people and saying like, Hey, if you need help, I'm here, I'm available. Come ask. <laughs> right. Um, you know, cause I, because part of me doesn't want to. I mean, yes, I know there is there is prayer and there is you know, dear God, give us discernment and and help us to tap the shoulders of the ones that need to be tapped. Yeah, you know, because you know, but then there's there there's that flesh in me that says, well, why are you going to tap that guy? You know, why are, why are you tapping Devin to say, hey, can I teach you more about how to be a better <laughs> husband? It's like that's kind of a jerk move. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's like, you know, so it is, it's, it's that, you know, I think part of it is getting over our flesh, you know, mm-hmm. relying more on that, that nudgings and the, the urgings, the, the, whatever you want to call it, the, you know, that discernment of God, you know, from the Holy spirit that says, I need you to go talk to him. Yeah. You know, I, I need you to, 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 invite this guy out to dinner and, you know, just talk about what happened this past week in the NFL or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, again, maybe that's why, well, I know why I I know that is again, kind of like with the mentorship, but that's one of the reasons I started this podcast was because it's like, I know, I know stuff. I know, I know stuff. I don't know how much I know, but I know, I know stuff I've got, you know, I, I remember years ago, <clears throat> somebody at church that that had been kind of at church for for years, decades, 
And, you know, it's one of those things that it was like, you know, well, you're, you're one of the pillars. You're one of the pillars of this church and yeah. you, you pray and you carry authority and, you know, you, you walk with this mantle and, and it's like, you know, that's who you are. And then like one day it was like, he's gone. And there were other men that had been in that kind of position. They're gone. And then it was like somebody who was also in that kind of group looks at me and says, now you're one of us. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But it's like, it's like I don't want to say I am because it's like I don't want to sound prideful but i i know that i'm i'm kind of in that category of you know i've been i've been at church for over a decade i i know that i know stuff yeah i know that i know that i can improve and i know that i can get better but i know that i'm not just a greenhorn you know i'm not just some somebody that walked off the street doesn't know the difference between Jesus and Peter. So it's like, I know I have a, a degree of authority yeah. to, to be able to speak, to be able to, to look at somebody and say, Hey, can I give you some advice? You know, Hey, yeah. have, have you thought about it this way? You know, I, but it is, I, I, I stop myself because I'm scared. You're scared? I'm scared. There's fear. Yeah. There is fear. There's there's that, that fleshly human fear that yeah. rises up. What if they think you're crazy? What if they just completely blow you off? Then you've just stepped out and, and exposed yourself for no reason. Right. Yeah, or, or the flip side. Like, you're the one. Hey, I have this word of encouragement that I feel like I need to go give to somebody. Yeah. And you talk yourself out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy to think, right? Like, who doesn't enjoy hearing some encouragement? Right. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> but even even something like that. Um, but no, I was... A lot of what you're saying, too, is like, well, not what I think of, right? Um, if I'm thinking of mentorship, I'm not necessarily thinking my first interaction with somebody is, hey, I noticed you're struggling in this. Here's yeah. some advice, right? Yes. Like, that's obviously just some... Uh, you know just a generic saying whatever that yeah. you know but uh hey i've noticed you're kind of a dirtbag you didn't know about that <laughs> yeah yeah we would have <laughs> can you can you imagine can you Im- my first thought was chico can you imagine chico going up to him after the first service or two that we had seen him in church <laughs> hey man i noticed you're not you're not really digging this. You don't seem to be too much of a people person. Can I give you some advice? <laughs> oh man, that's gonna be fun when he listens to oh, this. Oh yeah, man. It's and he knows. <laughs> he does. He, he knows. But but really, um not not to like give credit to, to just people, yeah, you know, necessarily, but like um I can say for myself, for you, for for Derek, for other men in the church that have just over time, really what happened was it wasn't necessarily with Chico that people started interacting with him right away. Like, nobody talked to him because he walks in as this dude, this, he's he's going to murder me Oh yeah, if I say hello. Yeah. 
<laughs> People said I looked like that when I walked in. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> Which is, I mean, you're you're a big, physically big man. Yeah. Um, Shaved so head, could, piercings, yeah. tattoos, beard. Oh yeah. I could I could picture that, but obviously knowing I've known you as a Christian, right? So like yes. I, I didn't know you when you first started coming to the church or anything, but um, I can picture that you being that way but but yeah like with chico for him what happened and, and maybe he he would say different but at least from my perspective he started to see people who weren't trying to be something they weren't they weren't necessarily acting yeah um i'm sure i know initially he's like these people are crazy you know, oh, these yeah. these people are just putting on a show yeah but what started happening was, again, this curiosity, I think, started to, to grow and to develop because he saw people who were living out the lives that they say they're living in, you know, in the church. It's not just something we go to church on Sunday and we live whatever life we want to live outside of church. Yeah. It's like this is Jesus is what we're striving after. Yeah. You know, this who you see as a church may be a little bit better looking version of who we are outside of the church. But like in our hearts, like this is our hearts are for Jesus and we want to know him and serve him. And so. Chico got to see that first, and then through that, it started to open up a little bit more. But then, you know, guys coming alongside of him and just building relationship. Yeah. You know, like the most, I think the most beneficial thing for mine and Chico's relationship has been like men's slow pitch softball. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I'd agree. I'd agree. Yeah. He just, there's something that men, we as men are doing. You know, some of us are from the church, some of us not. But like we as men are doing something together, and we're growing relationship, and we're growing unity. We're we're, yeah. we're experiencing something together, and through that, we've had more conversations about God. We've had more conversations about family, about marriage, about being a husband, being a father. Um, you know, there's there's things that I've been able to give to him yeah. that I wouldn't be able to do if I hadn't built this relationship over time. Yeah. Yeah, you know, so I think we, I think at times we try to have, we we look at it and say, well, man, there's not enough time or whatever. Like I have to do this now. Yeah. You know, whereas it's like, hey, this is a marathon. Yeah. You know? Agreed. Agreed. You know, and so we don't have to, I don't have to impact you with this you know, <laughs> heavenly wisdom right yeah. away, and you don't need to receive it the first time we meet or even in the first you know months. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't need to get you saved and transformed in the first five minutes of our conversation. Yeah, and, and granted, there's going to be those moments. You yeah. Know? It, you know, there's times like God gives you this word of knowledge and, and somebody out in the streets or whatever, and you, you're obedient enough to say, hey, I don't, I, I, I don't, I'm going to come up. This may sound a little weird to you or whatever, or you don't even, <laughs> you probably don't even preface, just, you know, just yeah. introduce and whatever it looks yeah. like. You know, there are those moments where there's things that happen, boom, right away. Yeah. Um, but as far as mentorship, mentorship is like this long-term thing in my yeah. mind. You know, even if it's for six months, a year, two years, um, it's not a short thing. And so I don't think we necessarily need to rush it or we need to have this, we kind of get this preconceived idea of what it needs to look like. Yeah. But but ultimately, it's like, I want to develop a relationship with this person. Mm-hmm. And there's things that they have that I want, or I have things that they need. And I know you mentioned, you kind of touched on this earlier. Like I don't want to, I don't want to look at myself as having it, yeah. or like, you know, I don't want to be pri- <laughs> seem prideful, saying, "Hey, I got this figured out." Yeah. But I, I think in terms of sports, right? I, and we can even, we just talking slow pitch softball. So softball, 
I can look at certain guys and say, I know I'm better than him. Yeah. Not, you know, it, it's very easy in sports. Yes, it is. I'm I'm better than them. There's other guys I look at, and I'm like, they are so much better than I am. <laughs> yes. You know, so much faster, so much more power, whatever yeah. that looks like. Um, and so I think at times, you know, we, we, we're, we as Christians, we're trying to be, you know, what, what we consider meek. Yeah. And um, we... I think we need to take more ownership of the things that we're doing well at times. Yes. Because the things that we're being successful in, other people need it. Yeah. You know, and so when we can own that and say, you know what, I have had success here. It's not necessarily this thing that's prideful. It can become that if we let it, sure. Um, but ultimately, it's like, no, I, I have something that you need. Yeah. And this is working miracles and wonders for me. And, and again, it's kind of easy to not become prideful when you look at it and you see that I got this from somebody else. It's not mine. Yeah. And, and I think also it, it, and, and I know we, we need to wrap up. Um, but I, I, a, it can't be structured because I think if we try to do something structured, it's like, well, it has to follow ABC and it has to have this roadmap. You're, you're going to, you're going to lose yourself. Yeah. Not just, whoever you're trying to talk to, but you're going to lose yourself. Um, Chats. I have, I just dropped my last, my last thing. (laughs) So what happens? Well, with you talking about being structured. Yeah. I do know it's personal experience when there's the end goal. Yeah. When you know what you're shooting for, I don't know what the path is going to look like to get there. Yeah. And I don't care necessarily. It can be, Three years, it can be a year from now. Yeah. I want to improve. I mm-hmm. need to get better. Here's the end result. This is what I'm shooting for. Whatever that journey looks like. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm okay with that. Yeah. I thought of I thought of the other thing I was gonna say. We cannot get offended if somebody doesn't take our advice. Right. So whatever that it's may true. look like. Yeah. It's like, you know, hey, I'm gonna give you some wisdom. Well, I don't want to take that. Okay. <laughs> cool. All right. All right, real quick, any final thoughts? I know we've had an awesome conversation. I think I think we fleshed this out or at least started to flesh this out. Yeah, I mean, you can you can uh you can go into so many different routes and there's so many stories. Yeah. Um I would I would think I just my final thought with it is <clears throat> You know, we we need to have the eyes to be able to see where are we where are we having success, where are we struggling. Yeah. Look for those men that are successful where you're not, and and try to partner with them in life. You know, have enough humility that we can go and ask for that help. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And as an assignment, we get to start looking for ways to that we get to reach out yeah to others around us yeah it's good that'll be fun we need some <laughs> we need to make sure we're having accountability on that one man yes yes you get to really <laughs> kick my chair on that one <laughs> all right guys stay fit be well <laughs>